Have you ever encountered a hurdle with launching or growing your business? Listen, there are two things that run a business, the back end and your soft skills. Telling you right now, if these aren't in place, you'll lose clients and you'll lose money. You don't want that? Well, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Dana. Hey, I'm Sarah. We're your hosts of the Entrepreneur Encounter, and we're going to give you a behind the scenes glance into our businesses, give you genuine feedback, tips and tricks, plus occasionally bring on guests that care about supporting you to grow your business organically and nurturing authentic relationships. Are you ready? Hey, entrepreneurs, welcome back. So last week we talked about preparing for a conflict and putting the systems in place when you're preparing for the conflict. You must know like nothing is going to happen overnight, but knowing that conflict will happen and preparing for that will set you up to resolve the conflicts. And in this episode, we're going to talk about resolving conflicts and the strategies that will help you resolve those conflicts in the workplace. Before we dive in to the strategies, I just wanted to tell you guys a little story. I had this conversation yesterday, actually, with my dad, and he brought up this story into which he used to work at this home improvement store, and there was this customer. She had bought a toilet. And she kept bringing it back in a few times, saying that it was broken and nobody helped her. Like she kept coming into the store and nobody knew how to help her or how to get down to the bottom of it. The third time she had come back into the store, she was talking to, I guess, like the department head or whoever was in charge of the department. And she was not happy. She's like, this is the third time. Like I've come in here and nobody's helped me. And the department head was like, hey, like talk to this guy. You know, which is your dad. Yeah. (laughs) It had nothing to do with the department. And she was not happy. She's like, oh my goodness, I have to talk to somebody else. Like, this is not cool. So he talked to her and told her to buy some piece. I forget what it was, but some piece to help with the tools and the setup of the toilet. (laughs) And she left the store. And three weeks later, she had written into the store about how he helped her get down to the bottom of it. It's so funny because like that wasn't his expertise. That wasn't his place, but nobody could help her. Like after so many times, like what is that? (laughs) I feel like there's so many things in that little bit of story that can dive into when you work in customer service, whether it's with a big chain company or honestly, just any small business has a customer service. If you don't feel like you do, you probably should reevaluate your departments because even a one woman show, one man business has to have some sort of customer service, even if it's just through chats or email. You still have to interact with people and problem solve. Majority of the time, in my experience, when I was working in hotels, especially airport hotels, you're just the last stop along a very frustrated day. <laughs> and the majority of the time, I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode. People just want to be heard. And when they're frustrated and overwhelmed, especially like something as basic as a bathroom toilet isn't working, they just want someone to care enough to help them find it. Nine times out of 10, I think it's safe to say they're not looking for you to be all-knowing in all things toilets, plumbing, and installation. They just want you to try and say, hey, 
This is what I've heard other people try, or let me Google it with you and see, have you tried this? Have you tried this? Like using this as an example, I know I've worked in hotels while I was in college and some woman was in there with her kids. It was like 1130 at night, super late. Their flight got delayed. The airport didn't give them anything, vouchers or anything for food. They just said, oh, you've been bumped to the next flight for whatever reason. I don't remember that far back, but I know she was mad. She was tired. Her kids were cranky. I didn't have kids at the time, so I didn't fully comprehend. But looking back at it through a mother's perspective, her kids are screaming and crying and running all over the place because they were overstimulated. They needed food and they for sure needed to go to bed. (laughs) Everyone needed sleep. I mean, it's late. No restaurants are really open and you really don't want to wait for delivery of whatever random place is open. So... I took initiative in the sense like I listened and I was like, I'm sorry, I apologize. Even though it wasn't my fault, I still said, I'm sorry that this is happening. And that helped too. You know, hotels, you get like a gift bag if you have certain reward member points or whatever, or your certain level of membership. I took initiative and I just said, here's some heavier snacks for you and your kids for you to just snack on and then hopefully can go to bed. And that made like, She didn't immediately start smiling, but like you could see a weight was lifted off her shoulders. I'm sure with this woman, with your dad, a weight was lifted off her shoulders because she could use the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so silly, but like for real. (laughs) It's so funny, too, because like obviously the stories that we're talking about are like in the corporate sense of world. And we're talking to like entrepreneurs. It's the same way, because if you have a client that comes to you and they're not happy And you cannot get down to the bottom of it. Essentially, you're going to lose that client because obviously, like, if you go shopping and you don't like the store or whatever, you're going to stop going to that place. So to make clients happy or to make customers happy, you have to put your feelings aside. Like, yeah, you can get frustrated yourself, but like, ultimately, you have to figure out a way to make this person happy. And how are you going to do this? And at times, like this was like the third time that this person came into the store, but you just have to be prepared, as we talked about last week, that conflict is going to happen. So one way that's going to help you get down to the bottom of it is active listening. Like you really have to hear what the other person is saying. Like you got to be present because if you're not listening to what other person is saying, How would you really solve that conflict? Because if you're not listening and you're either judging the other person or if you're zoning out, like you're not going to be able to help. I will be fully transparent with our listeners and active listening is not my strongest trait. I'm very open about it. I don't know if it's undiagnosed ADD. I'm not making a joke of that, but I have a hard time paying attention. So earlier before we started recording is that I need to see your face. If I am not looking at you, I will like register that you are speaking, but it will not make it past my ears. And for me to be fully present and to be able to reflect on the things you're saying, I will just like auto respond with something that I hope makes sense as opposed to really understanding and adding value to the conversation, even if it's not, you know, we weren't having a conflict. But I bet if I kept saying, huh, huh, huh. there would be. (laughs) So reflective listening, like paraphrasing, when you are listening to somebody, you're able to spit back like what they said. 
For example, this lady comes in, oh, I'm sorry that like you've come in so many times or kind of like paraphrase in a way that shows that you're listening. So like you're not necessarily repeating what the other person is saying, but like, oh, I hear that you're frustrated or I hear that you're upset because you've come into the store so many times and nobody has helped you kind of thing. So like being able to do that shows that you are present and that you're actually like you're showing empathy and that you're tuning in to what the conflict is. I think that also helps you by asking questions and paraphrasing kind of what they're saying. Maybe it helps you read between the lines because just like your dad, this woman is not a plumber. She's not a general contractor. So she probably doesn't know exactly what the problem is. She just knows like a result. It's wobbly. Okay, well, why? We don't know that. So asking questions and kind of conversating a little bit helps you identify that root cause of the conflict. And that way you can figure out what exactly is the problem. Why are you frustrated? What is causing it to wobble? Or why is the lid not going on just right? Or whatever else might go wrong with the toilet? (laughs) I have no idea. But like even in service-based, so with using workflows and systems, it's frustrating when you realize that two platforms are not communicating with each other. I realized a couple weeks ago that people that are signing up for my newsletter on my website were not being funneled into my email marketing platform. They're just kind of sitting there. They didn't get their welcome email or their thank you. They didn't get the freebie that they were supposed to get. And that's frustrating. So I had to go back and forth and like more or less talk to myself to try and talk to these platforms to figure out the root cause of this issue, this conflict on the back end of my business. And I don't know exactly how to say that because I'm not a tech VA. I don't even know the right terminology to utilize. So then I will take my frustrations and say, hey, this is what's happening to someone in my network, my community, and say that knows email marketing, that knows website building, I'll probably talk to both just to see what they say because their suggestions may be different. And then through that open dialogue, come up with even just a mini strategy of one or two steps of how to fix that and hopefully get that fixed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like if you don't know something, you don't know. So the only way that you're going to know is to ask questions and figure that out. Because if you don't, then that conflict is going to sit there until you can get it solved. And we don't want the conflicts to keep happening. I mean, it's not that they're not going to happen because something's going to happen. I mean, it can be as small as your computer shutting down, freezing, whatever. You know what I mean? But being able to try to figure it out, ask questions, have the open dialogue to get down to the bottom of it. So these strategies that we have talked about will allow you to understand each other. Like if you're having a conflict in the workplace with your team or with your clients. So these strategies will help you understand what's going on, will help you work productively and then find long-term solutions. And this will make for a more positive and productive place to work. So everyone that's listening... What we would love for you to do today or when you stumble upon this episode, share with us how you resolve conflicts. What was the most recent conflict that you had, if you're comfortable sharing it? And then how did you resolve it? Next week, we're going to discuss how to adapt and move forward after a conflict. I think that's also important. 
solving it is wonderful. Having the plans in place is wonderful. But how do you move forward from that? How do you restore the bonds between you and that coworker, if it's even possible? So as always, thank you for tuning in. And all of the information is going to be in the show notes. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Remember, soft skills aren't just some fluffy buzzwords that get thrown around in the corporate world. They're the key to unlocking your full potential as a professional and a human being. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and seek out opportunities to improve your soft skills. Sarah and I have a variety of workshops, online courses, and complimentary clarity calls for you to practice in real time with us. Links are always in the show notes. And be sure to join us next time for more insights, tips, and tricks to help you succeed in your entrepreneur encounter.